This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this 4th of July morning. It's a Tuesday. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Buford. In Buford? We're saying it twice. Actually, we're saying it four times. Yeah, we are. It's bouncing back all It's over. all the way up. You're almost to the lake. You're almost to the lake. Almost to the lake. Yeah, here. Well, they have a big fireworks display coming up tonight. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope that you folks have a wonderful morning. We're working through some technical difficulties it, right off the rip, but we are here. We're we're in a triumvirate of stations, right? Yeah. Star 94, it's 92.9 the game, V103. Yeah. We're all we're here. We're all here. But we are the opening act. When you come down Peachtree Street, right, depending on which direction you're coming, we're the lead state. You're only coming one direction today. What's that? You only come one direction today. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> only true. one direction on Peachtree Street today, man. <laughs> and they will be getting started within the hour um, up the road at Lenox Square, making their way 6.2 miles, 10 kilometer, uh, 10K, ending in Piedmont Park. And so that's what we do to celebrate the 4th of July. That's how we do the 4th of July. Are you here. sure that's how we do? That's how we do it. All right. Absolutely. So throughout the show, I'm going to be laced with insignificant information and significant information. So depending on how this lands with you, you're going to be educated a little bit today. First and foremost, you know all 50 states are represented here. Yeah, absolutely. At the 54th running the world's largest 10K. Yeah. You, make sure we did get you that. know that? I knew that, but there's some folks listening the who didn't, world, know that. didn't know it. The world's largest. That's Hawaii is going to be represented. And a lot of other nations. Remember, you're going to have elite elite runners uh, who make their way from around the world to take part in the Peachtree Road Race. Uh, some are potential Olympic hopefuls for next year to represent their nations. And uh, we'll see them all come right past us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been interesting. It, it's interesting. Uh, Max on the other side of the glass. See, now why you won't put his name out there this early? I'm just saying because it's his first time seeing this whole thing and being involved with it, and we appreciate Max, but he's learning the city as he's learned us and and here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And we kind of said, hey, man, it's going to be a little tricky getting in here. 
It's going to be real tricky. We had, well, now it is, definitely, because all the streets are blocked off because at 625, the first group will be launched, and that will be the wheelchair contestants. Um, they're the first ones to get going. So Followed by the elite women. The elite women, the elite women runners. and they That's think a nice title, isn't it? It really is, and they think that one of those women may set a new course record this year. And, and uh, it, you know, it feels okay now. Now we're surrounded by big buildings, and there's a little bit of a breeze. They got a nice breeze going on but, there. But it's going to be hot and humid for the people because the last wave of runners will start at like 8.30. Yep. And so by that time, man, the sun's up, and you're going to feel it. <laughs> you, we're going to feel it, but we're going to see them as they come by. Why do they call them a section Y? Sex, section Y, that, that's what we go, each letter. From A all the way down to Y. Well, I mean, we did mention a letter with wheelchair. We didn't mention one with no, elite no, women. The, 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 we first, didn't the, one. the first one's A is right here. Okay, that's so that's, that's the elite men. Yes, yeah, another men, good title and, to have. Elite men, the seated ones, and then and then section A, all there at, at seven. Uh, was it seven? seven yeah. No, there's seven. There's seven straight up. It looks like seven straight up. Yeah. And then and then from that point, you have like every every year we have a five ten minutes. You have another wave. Okay. So that's, I just didn't see any more letters on here. You yeah. jump from well, A to Y. Put all of them. You want all of them on there? Well, maybe well, at some point during the show. We well, got some, we're, th we're working out some stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make it through. Let's talk we, about what happened last night. Our Braves are now one nine oh, in a row. Hey, we got to talk about it, man. No, no, I'm saying it, it, what Cleveland, they're doing right now is crazy. And they won four two last night over the Cleveland uh, Guardians. Um, they're at uh, Progressive Field. They're on wonderful Lake Erie. Uh, Michael Harris is second, excited about being in Cleveland. Hit two home runs last yeah, he night. did last night. We talked about this last week. These guys are the most explosive Braves team, period. You can talk what you want about those guys in the 90s. You can talk about what we've seen so far in with this particular Braves team. By the way, and we'll get into the All-Star game. It's like Eight whether people. you're here or not with Atlanta, you're in the All-Star game as far as this infield. <laughs> so you can, hit, you can get into a DeLorean back a couple of years and that all-star infield then is pretty much the same as the all-star infield this year the only difference we is, didn't think there would be we well, didn't think there would be especially mark know, simon yeah you know we, we didn't think so right really <laughs> shout out to our friend who gets us on sunday mornings with us talking baseball but yeah but i'm telling you the, the entire infield and and ron washington who works with them each and every day gets down me. on his knee and graduates he got emotional yeah he did he had emotional in an enti entire infield that's one of the keys. When this team rose a couple of years ago, that infield was airtight, Greg. It was airtight, great defensively. And these guys are hitting the ball. My goodness. There's no – you can't pitch around anybody in the lineup. you, you got to bring – and that's the other thing. Everybody's getting good pitches to hit. It's just hard to pitch around this lineup. So, uh, the Braves right now, Ronald Acuna Jr. makes more history. First player, 20 homers. 40 steals, 50 RBIs before the All-Star break. Before, yeah, that's the craziest part. Oh, man. All of this. He's done all this before the All-Star break that he has accomplished. Now, Max Fried is due to, to pitch to some live hitters. Who needs them? Today. we got two All-Stars already. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, when you say it out loud, the two guys who we've been waiting to come back have been filled by a couple All-Stars. Absolutely. How about that? I mean, that's the, way, that's, the, that's the way things have been going. And Brian Snitker been living right. It really had. <laughs> it really had. I mean, he paid, this, is, this is the baseball gods just raining down on him and, and good fortune. And, I mean, when's, when's the last time this dude had to sweat as a manager? Wow. You think about it. Probably, 
however you want to say the series against Philadelphia, but you just couldn't get any hits. The bats just went cold. And that's my fear. You know, you don't want this team where a point where the bats just get cold, you get that, that, that kind of pitching. When it's cold, speaking of pitching, pitching, Kobe <laughs> Allard is going to start today. 7-10 the game time this evening of a progressive field as the Braves will go for their 10th straight win. Looking forward to it. No, I mean, looking forward to it. Speaking of things to look forward to, and we'll get to the teams, we'll get to some of the, the trades in the NBA. we got a lot of people we're going to be talking to this morning. We also have to talk about memories on this day for the both of us, together and individually. What is one of your early 4th of July memories? Being, you know, put into the car as a kid and taking someplace to watch fireworks. Oh, absolutely. Or going to a picnic someplace. Absolutely. Watching fireworks. Screwing up in Birmingham is tradition. I think I may explain to you that's the end of the Appalachian Trail. So the mountains um, kind of ends on the south side of the city. And that's what the city was known for, the iron ore that produced the steel and iron that, that they made that Pittsburgh or the south. Anyway, on top of that mountain, that's where the fireworks go off. So wherever you were in the city, you could look at and see the fireworks display no matter where you were in town. And that was the, the cool thing to watch every year on 4th of July. So you, by the time the fireworks hit, a lot of times, depending on how old you were, you were either asleep or falling asleep or passed out, <laughs> given, but, given but, the but, level of but, the picnic but, that you but, were at but, earlier. Yeah, but if you were close by, they woke you up because <laughs> 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 they woke you. Yeah. Whose job was that? Yeah, man, <laughs> they fired them things off, and that's the thing. You know, and, and right now, and people don't go far to see fireworks. The fireworks displays in a lot of communities, and uh, you know, there's some of our pets that get disturbed uh, about that type of thing having that kind of noise, but we do that all to celebrate. This is a celebration. We have somebody on the line. We do? We do. I believe Ma Max, will you? I, I no, not at the moment now. No, oh, we don't at, at the moment. moment. Okay. We I did. We did. But maybe coming up. That's a good tease. How are you guys doing, okay. by the way? Happy 4th. Okay. Uh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> great hearing from you, Max. Great you got up, you heard you got him? up there. What? All I hear is me. Yeah, okay, Max. Yeah, yeah. We're here. Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I just hear the bounce back. And I'm, I'm, I'm persevering, so that that's fine. Um, watching them in downtown Chicago was my earliest memory. Being, you know, stuck in the car and gone down. Grant Park? I Navy don't, Pier? I don't – it wasn't Navy Pier. It was probably Grant Park Yeah. Uh, back then. And I don't think we parked closer than two miles to Grant Park okay. or stopped at least. Oh, yeah. And watched them. Yeah. That's just one of my earlier memories. Didn't do a lot of barbecues, though. No? Coming up. No, no, no. I mean, we we had folks at our house. We didn't go to a lot of them, didn't go to a park. I mean, we, went to we were spread out around yeah. different parts of Chicago. When you go to this uncle's, and he was on the south side, this one's uncle's west side, so on and so forth. We had those folks that we told you about lived down there by where Obama's joint is, down there at Hyde Park. Okay. Went to them a couple times. So it, it varied every year. But once I got to Atlanta, like the years that we have been here in broadcasting, this, what we did last year was the first time I had ever broadcast on 4th of July. Yeah. Never had done it before. I've you were working July. every 4th of July. Yeah, every 4th of July. We're working, working at 11 Alive, and they're on the air. They started bright and early at 4.30 this morning, and they're going to be covering uh, the race. And I remember spending the night in my car. I well, just, I've done I that, see, too. I just sleep in my car over here on the flip side of Piedmont Park. <laughs> my, my assignment was to be at the finish line and interview people as they finish. Morning. 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 Hey. Morning. How you doing? Good to see you guys. Right. There you go. Yeah, I listen to you every morning. Uh, 
Well, Great. thank you. Hey, that reminds me. We didn't What's get that? that bucket out here. No, we didn't. But, well, but, but, we but, didn't but, have people, one. But you know what? We want to remind people. If you're headed up to the starting point, because a lot of people are headed up. Yeah. They're taking martyr. And yes, they're they are. telling you not to drive. <laughs> if you, when you get up that way, be sure when you come down Peachtree, you get in front of Colony Square. We're, we're right here. As a matter of fact, they moved us closer. Yes. We were a little bit further back last year. We were right here on the street. So say hey to your folk. We are here right here. Just look to your left. And just say hello as you go by. They, 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 Sam, though, but they That's might wrong. think we're the regular morning show. The morning show. No, they won't. Well, they just came by. She the came by and said, "I listen to you every morning." Okay. And we ain't here every morning. Okay, but so I mean, I think, I think, computer, well, I think the people who are gonna be running down the street, the folks <laughs> running down the street are gonna go know it's us. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna take credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think. Thank you very much. Well, you know what? Just, he just means she listens to, to sports radio. 92 99 99 game. That's right. That's the you important know? thing. That's just it. That's the important thing. You listen to the station. So you can just, as you're running by, we ask people over the weekend to put the name on a piece of paper, what you're located, you know, like. Uh, are we going to do, like, do like Harry Carey? Maybe. That, it was that, pretty successful for him. That's my memory of watching him work. I was allowed to be in the press box once um, back at Old Fulton County Stadium. And he was okay. in town for the Cubs, and next door in the Braves booth was, was Skip. Right. And Harry Carey would get – people would send him pieces of paper to give shout-outs. You know, they're here from Calumet City. Exactly. They're, That's here, nice. from, they're here from Juliet. You know, and, and, and he was <laughs> dropping them at his feet. Around this man's feet, this legendary broadcaster was pieces of paper. I mean, he was a mess. Yeah. But but it's the legendary great Harry Carey doing what he does and what people love to hear them give shout-outs when they were at the Cubs games. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And, and, Morning! And you just brought people behind <laughs> the curtain because yeah. they didn't. The listeners didn't know that he had a pile of paper at his feet. Yeah, a bunch of paper all right. around his well, feet. Well, you're that's telling the secret, man. Not really a secret, but, I mean, that's just yeah, how. It is a secret. You just how, folks didn't know that. They know he had a false staff every once in a while, but they didn't know he had paper at <laughs> his feet. We are. <laughs> Just getting started on this 4th of July morning. It is set. We're in for the morning shift, right? Yeah, we so are. we got to mention that. Bo and boys are. Mike and yeah, So we, we are here, and we will morph into the steakhouse. But it's 4th of July morning. It it's is. It's a Peachtree Road race. And we're Sam celebrating. And Greg. That's right. And we are a tradition. We are just getting started on this Tuesday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929thegame, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg here at Colony Square on Peachtree Street waiting for it to all begin. And we're just a couple of minutes away from the wheelchair racers getting a chance, getting their green to go up uh, up at Linden Square and make their way down Peachtree Street. Somebody needs to send me a memo letting me know there's music after the intro. Okay. I didn't do that. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on. No, that's okay. Was that John Philip Sousa? (laughs) (laughs) Was that what that was? You know, we're going to hear some of that today. That's oh, we're going to hear a lot of it. I just didn't know that it was following the intro, so I thought we were going in call. It's been – listen, we're getting little by little. Yeah. Things are becoming to work out with us. We're getting our internet now. We're getting the sound worked out. Everything's cool. It's – and want to thank Mike, too, over here. Yeah. So we have to yeah. give a shout-out to Mike. Yeah. Because he is keeping he's, us he's, afloat. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is keeping us afloat. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Perfect, perfectly placed we are. 
If you're going to be running down Peachtree Street to be a part of this race, you have listened to, well, of course, the morning shift, but also Sam and Greg on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Just give us a wave, put your name on a piece of paper if you got somehow. Text us at uh, what? Yeah, get cast with Greg, and then also on your on your on Twitter. Get, yeah. get cast with Greg and me at Sam Crenshaw twenty three. There you go. Let us know yeah. who you are, where you are, and all this sort of stuff. And we apologize ahead of time for the regular sound of a emergency vehicles whizzing by. But that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and we want to be safe. We want to yeah, be man. safe. You know what? Security for this event is not not just Atlanta Police Department. And tip of the cap to them. They're all over the place. But it is a joint venture from um, ju jurisdictions surrounding our area. All play their role to make this all go. And so we, we salute them. We thank them for being here. Uh, 12 hour shifts, I think some of them are working. Uh, some of them. Oh, they were getting reports from this last night, midnight. Yeah. Talking about, oh, we're X amount of hours away from the start of this. They had folks out here broadcasting the various TV stations, letting you know. So, yes, this is a multi jurisdictional, multi jurisdictional operation. Absolutely. That's the way to put it. It takes everybody to put it together, make it happen. And uh, as we look now, just underway. That's a play by play with the wheelchair. Riders, where we're right? monitoring, the wheelchair contestants have started uh, from up at Peachtree, up, up Peachtree Road with Lennox, and they're making their way uh, down here. And they get closer, we'll make sure and let you know what we see as they come by. Meanwhile, we got baseball today. We talk about the Braves play tonight. Um, there is tennis as well. Wimbledon has started. Uh, over across you got a heavy heart, don't you? A little bit of heavy heart. Well, a little bit, she a little got, bit she got knocked out yesterday. Well, both, well, both she and well, there's one it, with Coco Golf getting knocked out, which, which you know, Sophia Kennan has won a major tournament before. Right. You yeah. just, just unseated. But you saw the seating for that, and you're going, you're just shaking your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so she goes out um, in three sets. Uh, Venus Williams playing, which what many feel will be her final appearance. Uh, at Wimbledon loses uh, in the first round, but still great to see her there. Great, uh, you know, salute from the crowd there. It ended on a, on a point that I think she didn't think the ball was going to land in, but it did. And you say, yeah, you hate it for it to end on, on a note like that. But uh, but that she scared you for a minute though too. Yeah. She went down from it. She had that little that little slip on the grass. Yep, yep. So yeah, yeah, that had that happen. But she ends up going on. Now we see if she goes on to, to play up in New York uh, at, at the U.S. Open. Uh, your favorite, Novak Djokovic, Please. Was, was a winner first just... round yesterday. And you're trying to figure who was out there that could possibly give him a run. And I'm he... done with it. I'm done with the men, Sam, because yep. Karyos is out. He's out. Yep. Karyos is out. And that was a dude who you wanted to see knock Djokovic out. Well, he and he was also going to be his antagonist, too. Right, right. And I mean, he's, he's out early, and because he's out early, he likes playing in Atlanta. Maybe he'll appear here. We don't know. Maybe he'll show up and play, it, and, and play the Atlanta Open. He had – didn't he, he – wasn't a part of the French. He no. withdrew from this. This, if nothing else, is going to be trying to get ready for, for U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Impossible. And, and, and that's what coming to Atlanta would do. That would get him ready on the hard course, <laughs> get him set to play that one. So we see what happens. Also, winner yesterday, Atlanta's Alicia Parks. Uh, first time uh, getting a, a main draw victory at Wimbledon. Great for her yesterday. Coming up today, Francis Tiafo play. Carlos Alcaraz, who is now the number one player. Uh, gets to play today. We watch out for him. Sloan Stevens plays today. Madison Keys plays today. Taylor Fritz plays today. But two players we are watching from the Atlanta area. Ben Shelton, uh, you know, who, who broke into the tour last year, come out of the University of Florida, left a year early. His father, Brian, was a former women's coach at Georgia Tech. He retired from Florida to go on the road. If you got a kid doing what he's doing, you're going to go on the road with him, especially, you know, and you've played the tour yourself, so it's going to be out there. And then Christopher Eubanks. Chris Eubanks. 
from the area, Westlake High School, Georgia Tech. Uh, been on the pro, been on the tour for five years. This year, things all came together for him. He's 27 years old. He won last week at Mallorca. He's in Rafa's hometown. Wins his <laughs> grass court event. His number breaks the top 50. He's on, he lands at Wimbledon. And uh, yesterday, he practiced while doing an interview with John McEnroe. They had it mic'd up. He's out there hitting the balls. And so, Chris, really, really proud of this guy. He's going to get to play his first-round match at Wimbledon today. So a lot of folks, a lot of things to watch over there. But we got something we're watching here. The wheelchair. And these dudes are just whipping down the street They are making their way toward us, man. Man. Hurry. They'll be here quick. We watch that. They make their way down Peachtree. Sam. Yes. Did you know that there is 9,600-plus runners that are going to be taking part of the very first time? while 522 participants have run at least 40 peach trees prior to this one. Man, that's some dedication. Now, say that again. 122. Yeah. A, who's keeping numbers? Oh, the Atlanta Track Club. Well, there you go. So Absolutely. I teed that up for you, didn't you? The Atlanta Track Club. And we, and we, and we took back after the Atlanta Track Club. We're hoping to hear from Rich Kennard, the CEO. Maybe we'll hear from him at some point. He's busy right now because he's making sure everybody starts on time. The logistics of this event. It's something that you, you want to maintain. I mean, and that's the thing I think that makes it so popular. People know it's going to go on like clockwork, but it doesn't just happen. Right. You know, you got people who work on this event year-round, the volunteers who come back year after year to play their role uh, instead of things that are, that are along the race course. And then once they get to Piedmont Park uh, to have things, you, once, once you get into Piedmont Park, everybody knows where they have to go. There's the line when you come through. Go this way to get right. your T-shirt. Well, see, now stop right there. Right, Again, Sam are. and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, broadcasting live for the Peachtree Road Race right down here in front of uh, Starbucks, corner 14th and Peachtree here at Colony Square. All right, having said that, mm-hmm. you said something kind of interesting there what? when we were upstairs getting prepping for this about the T-shirts. You can't, you can't see these online yesterday oh, no. Oh, or no. the day before. You can see the five finalists. You can see the design. It's a competition. Right. The winner gets $1,000. Winner gets a thousand dollars. So why are you gonna put that? IRS is listening, man. Well, maybe somebody so. over six hundred bucks. Somebody got to pay taxes. That yeah, could have been an envelope <laughs> under the table. <laughs> you putting people's money out there like that? Thousand dollars, man. You, it's a contest. Uh, because t-shirts become such a collector's item. Yes, down it is. Years. And it's something that people wear with such pride. Today, when you go places later today, you go to grocery store, you go to fireworks. If somebody ran this race, they will have that t-shirt on proudly. As we have some, uh, those are not. City police. I think those are the, the and they're county, going the other direction, folks. <laughs> hey, well, you said it's a, it's a multi-jurisdictional operation. Everybody, but to make this work, it, you, everybody gets involved with it. But that's what we watch for today, and it's why people show up. And then there are the people who show up, Greg, who just want to cheer on the runners. Yeah, there are people who come out every year, bring their folding chair, their families, and whatnot. The dogs. Yeah, they, they bring the Kids. dogs. Yeah, and they cheer on the runners. And and we're going to see some outfits. We're going to see some, everything. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say on, say. We're going to see some outfits. We're going to see some outfits. What kind you know, of outfits? People dress up to run this thing. Okay. Right? People well, now up. that's the part you needed to say because well, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Yeah, people dress up in all kind of different manner of attire. There you go. To, to, uh, to, <laughs> to, to uh, participate in, in this, this multi-jurisdictional event. operation. They get dressed for the occasion uh, to come down. Morning. How, How you, you doing? doing? Hey, let me see that shirt. Turn around. Is that the new one? That's this year's? That's it. Pardon? Oh, Coca-Cola shirt. Coca-Cola shirt. When, when you're a sponsor, you do your own shirt. I guess so. And you sponsor it every year, right? Like Coca-Cola or, or of course, AJC. Um, so they they, uh, they make their own shirt. That's now, is that right? Yeah. I guess so. He can do that if he wants to. 
So, so if, if a shoe modeling place wanted to have a shirt and have some folks running around, they got, they got a sponsor. They could be a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Sponsor the event. Okay, you know, I think that's you, a good you idea get to do that. Uh, there, of course, other events take place leading up to this. The um, the expo that takes place over the Georgia World Congress Center took place over the weekend. People could go there to get their numbers, first of all. You go and you pick that number up. Uh, a lot of things that were going on there uh, throughout the weekend. It went on for two days, uh, health and wellness fair. Uh, they had a, a 5K over Piedmont Park. They had a junior peach tree uh, for the young folks to get involved because the youngest participant in this, you have to be at least 10 years old. Yes, you do in order to take part in this. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you know, just have an age age requirement. And so they had one just for the younger people to be a part of. They're not 10 years old yet. Here's the important thing, though, to remember. Yeah. For folks, as you said, they're going to be all manner of people and, and families and everything that you could imagine showing up down here. Need to know this. Yes. If you need some added relief. Yes. 800 porta potties line the course. That is important to know, you right? Have, you have to let us know that. Eight, you just talking about a man's money. I'd rather have know where the porta potties are than have the IRS on me. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You, you're running down. Well, you, you want Actually, it. one lends itself to the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, do that. we'll get back to that in a minute. But we, listen, we are here live right on Peachtree Street in front of Colony Square. It's Sam and Greg in for the morning shift, but also here for the Peachtree Road Race. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, yep, take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg here right on the street in front of Colony Square where the first wheelchair contestant has gone by. Zip by. At the Piedmont Park. He's going to be the winner because he's way in front of the rest. Somebody's a part of the broadcast coverage again this year for 11 Alive. And they give him a round of applause here. Chesley McNeil, meteorologist, who's up around Piedmont Hospital. Chesley, good morning. Chesley! Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Happy fourth. Happy fourth to you, man. You too, you too. Pot, pot Chesley up just a little louder if we could. How's everything up on your end? And how's it looking? Oh, man, watching the wheelchairs going by. Folks, uh, you know, excited about it. Lots, lots more security this year, I'm noticing. Uh, a lot of police officers out, but that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, it, it looks pretty good. As far as your forecast goes, though, you know, you're looking at clouds. That's helping us out as well. Are you guys feeling a breeze down where you are? We are. We yeah, are. And nice. that was smooth. You, how he did that, he just broke right into a weather report there. But it is. It's nice down here at 14th and Peachtree. We, like I said, between the buildings, it's nice and cool right now. Yeah, we're expecting to see those clouds last right on through uh, the race itself. There will be some sun breaking out. So for the the latter walkers and runners, they are the ones that's really going to start to feel that heat as the sun continues to rise. We're starting off with temperatures in the 70s so far this morning. And with that breeze, it does feel pretty cool. It is a bit humid, so we are under a cold yellow for the race so far. Now, once that sun begins to rise, if the clouds begin to break, that could go up to a cold red. But right now, things seem to be A-OK for this running of the AJCP Street Road Race. Folks have been joined here by Jesley McNeil, 11 Alive, who's uh, standing by. Cardiac Hill, his usual post, well, each and every year 50,000 of his best friends come by to say hello, right, Jesley? <laughs> That's absolutely right. You know, a lot of sweaty hugs, a lot of sweaty high fives, but it's all a part of the race, man. I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. You know, first of all, I think that Sweaty Hugs was a Rick James song. I think he made that up. <laughs> 
Also, <laughs> I've always wondered this, Chesley. When you start this off every year the way you do, can you get some sense of how the race is going to be one way or the other? This is going to be this kind of year or it's going to, you know, do you, do you sort of see from where your spot is that this is going to be a real interesting race? Or this, you know, And I'm sure weather dictates that, too. But is there something that happens at the beginning that gives you a sense of what the race is going to look like that particular year? Yes, the weather does tell a, a big part of the story. I mean, typically, and last year was one of those hot, hot days. Uh, you'll find that the runners are a little bit slower uh, on really, really hot days, uh, trying to reserve, I guess, energy or trying to stay hydrated. Uh, you get a lot of a slower race. On a morning like this, where we have the clouds in place, nice little breeze, runners feel good about themselves. They're feeling pretty good. They'll try to take the race, get a good time. Uh, I don't get as many high fives on days like this. Uh, as long as the clouds stay in place, I think we'll be okay. I think people do uh, like the karate reverie. It's typically at the end of the race or toward the end of the race that people start to slow down, really take it all in. Uh, but for your elite runners, those that want to get that good time, typically they just pass me by and waving instead of high five. Yeah, I do think Tat -tat Tatiana McBatten just passed by. She's won this event eight times. Uh, Looks like she's going for a ninth this time. I'm understand, Chester, we could see uh, the elite women runners, we could see a course record today. I think so. I mean, typically in conditions like this where the weather is favorable for the runners, uh, typically you get those higher times. And so this may be one of those could be a record-breaking year. Yep. That's about the coverage. You guys got people all over, and it goes off like clockwork, but it's great orchestration, a lot of work that goes into it. Talk about the coverage you guys are providing this morning. Well, we have folks all over the race, all over the course of the race. We do have our main anchors down at the beginning. Uh, Jerry Carnes is covering uh, the finish line, so he'll catch the runners as they come in. I'm kind of in the middle, so if you pass me, you're doing good. I'm on Cardiac Hill, and, you know, what the special thing about Cardiac Hill is that it's a it's an elevation of about a little over 12 stories, but in a short period, so less than a mile of 12 stories high. So typically when people see my face, uh, they're either mad at me or they're happy <laughs> that they're passing me so that the rest of the race is on the smooth side. Uh, we'll cover this all morning long. We'll have people stationed throughout the race, uh, giving folks every angle uh, of the AJC Peachtree Road Race, from beginning with the uh, wheelchairs to the elite runners, all the way to the folks that just dress up in costume. we got you covered for the whole thing. Yeah, see, that's what we're looking forward to. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, here at the Peachtree Road Race, talking to Chesley McNeil. Now, Sam, here's my question for Chesley. Okay, okay. We know that the film industry is just throughout Georgia. My question is, last few years, have you been at your station, look up and see somebody who you went, hang on a second, was that fill-in-the-blank movie star, fill-in-the-blank musician? What are those faces that you've seen over the years that you went, Holy my blankety blank. They're in the Peachtree Road Race run. Any name drop in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, over the years, I've seen a lot of people come through the station. I mean, uh, I mean, anywhere from, I guess my, my reaction would be wild to see, like, Ice Cube there. Uh, at one point, I saw Kevin Hart, who's also from Philadelphia like I am. Uh, you get a lot of singers that come through. Uh, I saw Usher there, uh, Migos. I mean, you get all types, I mean, coming through the station. I mean, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, uh, not too long ago. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see one of my favorite actors, which is Morgan Freeman. I haven't seen him at the station yet, but uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't totally surprise me. You know who floored me? I'll tell you who floored me. One time when I first came to 11 Alive, I was standing in the newsroom, and Julius Irving walked into the newsroom, and I almost lost my yeah. lunch. 
<laughs> yeah, that would do it. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Well, Chesley, the rest of the day there, you're going to be greeting your friends and whatnot. How do you, and you got to stay hydrated, right? Because uh, you're going to be out here in the heat. It gets a little toasty for you. Absolutely. People ask me all the time, hey, how come you don't run? Well, the station won't let me run. They always want me here at Cardiac Hill. It's my 14th year being here on Cardiac Hill. And so I'm here kind of just to I've become a little fixture for some of the people that uh, run it every year. So they look for me to give them a high five, encourage them to keep going. And so that's what I do. And, of course, standing here, yeah, it does get hot. So I have to hydrate. A lot of Gatorade, a lot of water, Sam. That's what you have to do. And see, that's what I'm saying. He is one of the few people that never have to worry about people going up to him saying, hey, are you going to run into Peachtree this year? <laughs> no. He ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> Chesley, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Always great to check in with you, man, and always proud of what you do. Um, enjoy. Stay hydrated. Enjoy the day. Absolutely. We're going to be monitoring your great work from you and all the crew there at 11 Alive today. Happy 4th. Hey, appreciate yeah, y'all, man. Happy 4th to you both. All right, there you go. Chesley, and he getting sweaty hugs. Doesn't that sound like a Rick James? I'm telling you. It's like a Rick James song. <laughs> it just does. When he said it, I went, you could hear the beat popping right behind him. We have actually, we have more guests coming up during this morning. We are going to be hopefully talking to Terrell Thomas. We've got some NBA action going on here. Okay. we got Russell Baxter, who we haven't talked to in a while. He might have to do without his intro song yep, called yep. this Patriotic Day. And then, of course, everybody's getting ready for next weekend. Quaker uh, 400, Quaker State 400, Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're going to have uh, Brandon Hutchinson Brandon Hutchinson is going to join us because they got big doings at the track tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You go out tonight. There are big things happening tonight. They are the women elite runners. There they are. They're getting set to start from Lenox Square. We think they could see a course record. With the, they're going to be starting in just a few minutes. The elite okay. women. The elite women. There you go. Elite Sam women. and Greg here for the Peachtree Road Race, 14th and Peachtree, Colony Square, right in front of the Starbucks. It is a beautiful morning here. In for the morning shift, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 